0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Voices of Forestry podcast. I'm your host, Seth Stevenson, the communications coordinator for the Arkansas Forestry Association. And today we're going to be hopping into our topic of timber sales. We've got a new voice of forestry joining us today to hop into that discussion. But first, I want to give a special thank you to this month's sponsor, Neely Forestry Service. We're going to hear more from them later on in the episode. But for now, I'm joined by our new voice of forestry today, Ricky O'Neill, the operations manager over at Neely Forestry Service.
1: So, Ricky, thank you for joining us. Well, good morning. Thank you very much, and I appreciate the opportunity to come speak with you this morning.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We uh, we heard from uh, J.D. Neely here not too long ago, mm-hmm. so we've got another, another one of you guys over here joining us today. Right, yep, thank you. Awesome. Uh, So, Ricky, before we hop into things, um, let's, as always, I know you've listened to the show a couple times, let's get your background. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, What's your history here in the forestry industry?
1: Sure, sure. So, I've been with uh, Neely Forestry Service as the operations manager for about four years now. Um, My primary role as a consultant there is to help manage the operations from, uh, including timber sales, which is our topic today, uh, forest management, silviculture activities, and, and other things, too, as far as, like, real estate and appraisal work. Uh, prior to that, I was with uh, Potlatch, before they were potlatch Delta for 14 years, in a variety of roles from uh, real estate to uh, inventory, uh, timber forest cruising to, to a forester. Um, prior to that, I was uh, worked at University of Arkansas Monticello as a research assistant uh, for Dr. Tim Koo. So I've had a, a quite a long career, of 22 years now, of experience in the okay. forest industry in Arkansas. So and you kind of run the gamut a little bit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And now, so now I've been an AFA member uh, for mm-hmm. 23 years since I was a undergrad at UAM. So,
0: and I, I know you you've uh, worked pretty heavily with Max Braswell, our executive vice president, on a couple of committees as well. Yes. So you've you've yes. helped us out with some stuff. So yes, awesome. Yep. Uh, so Ricky, let's hop into the topic. If you don't mind real quick. Uh, we've talked a lot about managing the land, getting a, uh, force management plan in place, but we've never really talked about the sales aspect of everything. So I'm glad this is something that you uh, reached out to me about, wanted to discuss. So I guess we should start at the beginning. When, when, when did, when can you tell it's time to sell? Uh, is there like a telltale sign, or is that just part of the management plan? What's what's a telltale sign for landowners?
1: Right. Well, good question. A lot of considerations go into that, and it's important up front for, for landowners to have a management plan, something mm-hmm. to go by, some things to consider. And so and in that management plan, it really describes you know not only things for wildlife or habitat management that you may want to do a thinning or some other kind of timber cell operation, but also... Uh, markets, You know, some some uh, landowners are also, you know, want to take advantage of high prices for products. So there's, there's good to be flexible in your management plan and take a lot of considerations, you know, whatever your goals may be, wildlife or, or uh, timber income.
0: So now this is something I didn't think about and just shows you how um, my knowledge in economics is horrendous. <laughs> but markets <laughs> do play a big part in this. And, and I, I've had discussions with folks mm-hmm. over my past few years here at AFA about – markets and you know good times to good times to sell and bad times to sell so i guess do people need to be paying very close attention to this or is there someone they can reach out to that can kind of give them the lowdown on where the markets are currently
1: sure so a lot of landowners you know some landowners try to do it themselves they have a plan they Mm -hmm. work with state agencies uh, the Arkansas division of forestry um other you know arkansas property extension so there's a lot of help public help out there but there's also private you know like us, a forestry consultants that help develop plans and help uh, consult landowners on when time to sell. Uh, there's also other foresters, there's other wood dealers, there's a lot of timber you know, loggers that help manage sales as well. So there's a lot of resources for landowners to consider, but the main thing is to have a plan and, and know what you want, how to execute your plan. And now if you want to learn a little bit more about
0: the economic side of things, we did an episode last year, I believe, with mm-hmm. Dr. Matt Pelkey on forestry economics. You can go back and take a listen to that. We'll also try to make sure and we link that episode here in the description if you're curious. But I guess this, this kind of plays well into my next question, Ricky, is so there are plenty of people out there. Forestry consultants specifically are a good place to start if you need help trying to sell your product.
1: That's right, yeah. Forestry consultants can help advise in your management plan um, market conditions, uh, and they may change weekly, monthly yearly uh, markets and where your land is located the counties the areas the regions and help you know helps other products to the mills and to the to the loggers or the wood dealers that may be buying those so let's kind of if you
0: don't mind just take another inside baseball look at 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 a forestry consultant is that Mm -hmm. is that person constantly looking at markets and stuff to you know stay up to date with what's going on
1: right yeah that's one thing a consultant adds to that is they have a no, numerous clients in a lot of, of varied regions over the state, counties, areas. Um, so they keep a close look at it, not only the markets, but also uh, the meal capacity, uh, you know, logging capacity, uh, prices, which are very important, and then also some other, you know, things that may be happening around, you know, for, mm-hmm. for those areas. Okay, so there's a lot of different
0: aspects to it. That's know? right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah,
1: And that's one thing the management plan helps outline and takes in all those things in consideration. You know, whenever you're planning your, your timber sale or mm-hmm. for, for your goals that you're trying to achieve.
0: So when you're, when you're discussing all of this with your forester consultant, are they going to seek out the buyer for the, for your, the timber? Is that, is that kind of another thing that they're going to be working on as well? Or mm-hmm. how does that whole process work?
1: So right. Yeah. So typically there's, there's, a, uh, there's a couple of different ways really that timber sales are handled. So it's usually a kind of a lump sum mm-hmm. or a pay as cut, which is a PAC type sale. And so those two types of sales are really the, the main way. And right now, pay is cut is probably by far the, the most numerous number of timber sales that are conducted in the state. Mm-hmm. So what that is 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 the consultant, you know, identifying up front what's the best way to sell, what's the best method of sale. And so they determine that, you know, through your management plan. Um, the pay is cut is typically the, the logger. Either, either way, the consultant is trying to negotiate the best product, the best price from mm-hmm. from loggers, from wood dealers, from different from a lot of different um, buyers, to make sure that you see not only the highest price but also you know the most the best logging job mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. receive. So,
0: okay, so there's <laughs> there's so much more because again, this 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 podcast has been excellent for me just trying to learn the ins and outs of everything. And it, when when you said yeah, well, let's talk about timber sales, I just thought okay it's got to be a relatively simple process, but there's Mm -hmm. so much stuff that is involved with this from, you know, like what we were talking, you know, looking at the markets, which obviously, duh, that's a huge, huge part of it. Mm -hmm. But then also negotiating 500 different other things with, with the seller or with the buyer, excuse Mm -hmm. me. So, okay. Um, So I guess whenever I, as a landowner decide, okay, I think I'm ready to sell. Is that just a quick phone call to, my consultant, if I have a forestry consultant, is that, is that how we get this process kicked off?
1: That's how you, yeah, the process really starts that way. Um, and, you know, then, then it, it takes time. It mm-hmm. takes time to solicit, you know, the, all those buyers, you know, look at the markets, you know, look at what's going on with, with mill quotas, the deliveries, those kind of things. And he'll provide you or, or she will provide you with the best recommendations or say, Hey, it may be mm-hmm. best to wait, or let's try to go ahead and get this now because the market's, or Not changing, they're the same, or something's something's going on. So yeah, it really starts with those, you know, giving the call and say, hey, mm-hmm. it's time to, you know, I want to do something. What what do you think I should do?
0: So so that soliciting process is there like an average time that usually takes, or is that very dependent upon a lot of a, a hundred different things?
1: It's, it's dependent on a lot of things. It could take just a few minutes. It could take a few weeks, okay. and so it really depends on you know you you know talking to your you know your forester mm-hmm. and going over those those parameters. So
0: that, so that kind of falls back to the landowner just needing to be flexible. I guess it's better to kind of get that in early than wait and to call up the consultant, right?
1: That's right, yeah, and that's why, you know, having the, the plan ahead of time and having those options and discussing all those things that we're, you know, talking about, you know, the best – the consultant can provide you the best times where he sees, looking through his crystal ball, mm-hmm. you know, hey, when's the best time to sell? When, when should we do – when should we execute this timber sale? And so a lot of those considerations are in there and it may be the consultant saying calling the landowner and saying, Hey, prices are really good right now. I think we should, you know, try to follow our plan and, and try to do a timber sale now.
0: So the consultant, do they I'm assuming, and correct me please if I'm wrong, that they have they already have a list of buyers that they just kind of start calling to say, Hey, I've got XYZ. Is that something you'd be interested in? How much would you would you, would you give for it? Is That's that a right. of the process? Yeah. Within? So so there's okay. a
1: there's a process, there's a, you know, the the verbal hey, um, or here's here's my, the parameters of the timber sale, here's the maps, here's those things. Or there also may be more of a, a public type, you know, bid process mm-hmm. where they solicit, you know, in the public and they have a public bid opening, much like a real estate yeah. bid opening, but very similar. But those there's kind of two different ways there. You can do a kind of a private solicitation and you can also do a pub- public solicitation of, of bidders.
0: Is one more popular than the other?
1: Or? <laughs> most of the time it's really private negotiated mm-hmm. bid sales, much like the, the, you know, talking about the lump sum or pay as cut. Pay is cut is traditionally the the, high, the most, you know, recognized or most used mm-hmm. form of sale.
0: Okay. Okay. And is that is that is that the case for just here in Arkansas, or do you know if that's like a nationwide type of commonality?
1: Yes, it's very similar, especially in the South. Okay, yes. in the South. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool.
0: Um. So once once we've got our buyer, what what happens then? Is it just simply getting the loggers out there to cut it and haul it off to wherever it needs to go? Is it? That simple at that point? Does it get simpler as the process goes on, I hope?
1: Well, not necessarily, no. Okay, great. No, it, it's, it's simple in the process. That's what happens in uh-huh. that process. But but no, the first thing you know is you got to make sure you have a contract in place. You know, okay, contracts yeah. are very important to have in place, you know, between the, the buyer and the seller. Mm-hmm. And it lays out everything from insurance requirements to prices, expectations all those things must be you know in place to make sure that you know hey it's it's good that we all trust each other know each other but it's good to have a contract in place in case there is some kind of dispute or some other kind of you know something that you know we need to figure out mm-hmm. so that's very important to have
0: and that's just between the, the buyer and the seller that's right, right. buyer and the
1: seller and a lot of times you know the uh the consultant and the landowner will have a agreement in place as well mm-hmm. to help outline their role in that process and a lot of times the consultant is overseeing that process, overseeing the timber sale, making sure the contract requirements are met, but also BMPs or best management practices are being met. Mm-hmm. There may be other conditions in there. There may be some uh, road work that needs to be done above and beyond normal BMPs for the state. So we got to make sure that you know all those things are in place and upfront, and everyone understands what's going on.
0: So the contract is that on the responsibility of the landowner or the or the buyer or the consultant. I guess who needs to be responsible for Either writing that up or getting that ready to go to be signed.
1: Most of the time, it's the consultant okay. that does that. But uh, of course, you know, contracts are, are you know, all contracts uh, attorneys are involved at some yeah. point, and so yeah. they might have an approved contract that they use for timber sales or other transactions. The mm-hmm. consultant does. Okay, so. I didn't want a landowner <laughs> to get into this process
0: <laughs> and then have that slapped on them and be like, I don't yeah. know how to write a contract. Um, so that that's good. I, I assume that that was probably the case, but yes. you never yes. know. So, mm-hmm. so what's the contract? has been signed everyone is on the same page hopefully at that point where where do we go from there
1: well it's time to start uh coordinating and figuring out when this timber sale is going to occur mm-hmm. and so you know within that contract going back to the contract again um you know these guys go out there and they start cutting they're they're going back but they're they're paying a price they're paying they're cutting certain products cutting uh cutting certain specifications for those logs and so they may be going to a multitude of destinations and so it's the forester's responsibility at that point to make sure whenever that logger starts and cuts and merchandises and delivers logs that they all the contract requirements are met to make Mm -hmm. sure they're not you know hauling um saw timber for pulpwood unless it pays whatever the price sets out but Mm -hmm. you're making sure all that stuff's met okay and so typically when you know timber sold is delivered to the mill Mm -hmm. and there's tickets there's processes that's that documents from Uh, documentation in the woods, you know, a loader sheet or some kind of documentation, writing down when trucks leave and when they return. Uh, Whenever you go to a mill and deliver the load, there's a ticket that's generated from the mill, and so those are delivered back to the woods. And so it's the foresters' responsibility to make sure that all those tickets are in place, Mm -hmm. making sure the correct products are being delivered, make sure they're delivered to the right place, uh, make sure there's tickets and all that documentation involved. Okay. And I,
0: does that paperwork then go back to the landowner eventually once this whole process is wrapped up, or does that stay with the forester?
1: Typically uh, what we do at our company, we require all those tickets to come back to us, to our office. To you guys. okay. And so once we get them in our office, we check all the load reports, we check all mm-hmm. the tickets to verify the tons, the products, all that, and we compare it with our own internal uh, inspections that we do during the operation. Mm-hmm. So all those come back to us. We get a check. We make sure all that meets is documented. Make sure it's all uh, reconciled, mm-hmm. and then we send those to the landowner. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: I know I've just having heard discussions in the past of you know uh, timber security. Yes. I figured some some folks might be interested to have that documentation for their records going forward in the future with stuff. So that's, yes. that's good yep. that you know that is an option for them if they want it. Um, so I guess at that point it's at the mill. There's not a whole lot more the landowner has to do except. Right grow more trees right
1: that's right that's okay right. Yeah. awesome
0: awesome i'll tell you what ricky now that we've kind of rounded up the whole process um let's take a quick break to hear mo- a little bit more from our sponsors this month neely forestry service since 1972, Neely Forestry Service has been a part of Forestry in Arkansas, providing a broad spectrum of services including forest management, including timber sales, and civil cultural activities. With 5 registered foresters, 2 licensed certified general appraisers, 1 state registered apprentice appraiser, and 4 licensed real estate agents on staff, Neely Forestry Service has the experience to help landowners make the best decisions for their land. To get in touch with them, you can visit neelyforestryservice.com or call 870-83 six five nine eight one neely forestry service managing forests from one generation to the next we want to give one more shout out to our sponsors neely forestry service thank you for sponsoring this month's episode so ricky we're getting close to the end of our conversation but one other thing i wanted to talk to you about real quick is i know you mentioned that landowners kind of need to be flexible this is a long process that has so many factors involved it's unreal um but is there anything else that you think landowners need to keep in mind while going through a timber sale process like this?
1: Sure. Uh, well, I think one important thing to keep in mind is that you know they're having a timber sale, and so they're 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 going to receive funds, monies for this this timber sale. Be sure they have a they consult with their forester to make sure that you know how the funds should be handled, and make sure they work with their accountant or attorney to make sure that you know the funds are, are you know apply correctly or appropriately. There's a lot of deductions that they can take on different ways with that income to make sure that, you know, they realize that they are receiving money and they, they, mm-hmm. work, they work with a professional, you know, outside the forester.
0: Okay. You know. So, and that's something that you guys don't necessarily do. You just advise them to kind of go to, go to another expert. Yeah, we can, we can
1: we mm-hmm. can provide, you know, some advice on how and what, what they should do or can do, mm-hmm. or not necessarily should, but can do. But it's really important to talk to their accountant or their attorney whenever they're you know, receiving out of incomes for the year. Okay. So, yeah. So all said and done,
0: on average, and this may be, we can ballpark this mm-hmm. if we need to, but on average, how long does a typical timber sale take? From from you know that first phone call from the landowner to, you know, we're done, the trees are out, they're at the mill, you're good to go.
1: All that for the process on a normal size job, you know, less than a month. Okay, inside of a month, you're talking about it, it may extend to two or three months, mm-hmm. depending on market conditions or weather yeah. or those kind of things. But you know, you should be from from start to finish, you know, working on a logging job within a month. Okay, yeah. that's a lot faster than I expected it. Well, to, yeah, you know? and a lot of a lot of times, you know, there may be planning ahead. You know, mm-hmm. there may plan mm-hmm. uh, now for next year's sale or something like that. Gotcha. So that and that, so it's kind of variable on the timeframes. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you just walked in today with a with a timber sale, you know typically you can you know within a month but there's a lot of factors that go into that you know
0: yeah yeah i mean like we like we discussed if the market's not in a good place that may take a little bit longer yep, but yep. okay so but this is something that you can start a more than just like a couple of days or weeks or months in advance mm-hmm. you can start kind of planning the sale how how far in advance do you think
1: um In in any number of years, okay, yeah. If if you have a, let's say we started today, you have a one-year-old planted pine stand, Mm -hmm. then you can go ahead and plan your next your harvest out. You know, in fourteen or fifteen years from now, okay. Uh, Go ahead and get that planned out ahead of time. That's a long time to plan because Mm -hmm. you don't know about markets and those kind of things. But there's no really no, you know, time frame too short or too long to plan. You know, harvest. It's Mm -hmm. good to plan rather than not to plan because if you don't plan, then you you could you know not get your timber sale completed or done.
0: And I guess it would just extend the process out. That's if, right, if, yeah. You know, If it were to get done, just extend the process out. That's right. Okay, awesome. Well, Ricky, I think this is kind of where uh, where I wanted us to get to here at the end of the episode, but is there anything else, though, that you want to talk about or you want landowners or anyone who's listening to know about timber sales before we start wrapping up here?
1: I think the most important thing is really uh, to, if you don't know something, ask for help. There's a mm-hmm. lot of resources out there. You know, Arkansas Forestry Association is a great resource. Um, the Forestry Division in the state is a great resource, cooperative extension, a lot of private consultants, foresters that can help. But, you know, a lot of things, just ask for help. You know, find someone that you can trust and someone you can talk to and, and seek help.
0: And that's something that we, we harp on a lot here on the show is, you know, there there are plenty of professionals out there who know a whole lot more than than you may or that I definitely know. So reach out to those folks. Ask; it doesn't hurt to ask a question. They're here to help. You know, they want to see landowners succeed and do well to the land. Um, so that's that's what they're here for. Um, it's, if you're not in Arkansas, uh, there's reach out to your state agriculture department. I'm sure there's state forestry divisions or forestry commissions out there. Reach out to them. Um, but there are definitely resources out there for folks. but well, Ricky, I think if that's everything, I think we're good. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say thank you so much for joining us yeah. today uh, yeah. and for reaching out to me about this topic. This wasn't really mm-hmm. something that uh, that i I, th- I thought about. We'd done all the prep work right. for it. It just makes sense to kind of knock out this topic right now. Yeah. so yeah
1: I just want to say I appreciate you know appreciate it. thank you for yeah. having us today and. Uh, look forward to the next podcast. Awesome. awesome. Thank you.
0: Well, and we want to give one more shout-out to our sponsor this month, Neely Forestry Service. Thank you, Neely Forestry Service, for supporting the show. And as always, we want to give a special thank you to some guy named Rob slash Rob McCormick for the use of our theme song, The Same Love. That's off of his album, The Folkster. You can find more of his music on Spotify, and we'll also link... Uh, have a link to the to his website in the description of this episode. If you want more information about the Arkansas Forestry Association, you can visit arkforest.org, that's A-R-K-F-O-R-E-S-T-S dot org. And join us next month for a new topic, a new discussion, and the new Voice of Forestry.